This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation, as it always is. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Ethos Pelicans at Lyle Swithenbank. Uh, if you've got time, go and give us a rate and review on whatever podcast device that you're visiting us from. Um, we love to have you here and we love the support. And we love to see the comments and the reviews come through and uh, it helps us grow, helps us continue to evolve as a show and get those guests and all that fun stuff um and also it's just nice to have uh feedback because we're always evolving and changing and developing um as a as a people and as a uh, as a podcast host myself personally so anyway without that uh i don't know in-depth hard look at life um the Pelicans, second night of a back-to-back, visited the Atlanta Hawks. They stopped at home, grabbed a fresh pair of jocks, and got back on the road uh, straight out after the Warriors' victory and um, landed in Atlanta at about 2 a.m. local time, apparently, and, um, yeah, had to take the, the Hawks on. A, a team that had the identical record as us, uh, got the dynamic backcourt of DeJounte Murray and Trey Young, as well as Athletic Bigs, Clint Capella, and um, also John Collins. And they've got that DeAndre Hunter as well uh, from Zion's draft class, who so seems to be pretty handy in his own right. And they move Kevin Herter on to be able to accommodate everyone, so give everyone the touches they want. So it was going to be no easy task. Uh, the, the chips are against us. It was our second game in a row with the best, in quotation marks, starting five in the league. And they proved themselves again that they were very good. Unfortunately, it, it was one of those games that we looked a bit lackadaisical. I think we came out, we looked like we'd just been off uh, an overnight flight, uh, that we just played a game against a Warriors side that pushed us probably harder than they should have, and I think we we're aware of that. Um, and and the guys looked like it was the third night, in, uh, the fo- third game in four nights, which it was after from LA. Would to get like half a day off, I suppose, by the time they land. You then go and play um, the Warriors who run you ragged and then you've got to fly immediately to Atlanta. You probably even had haven't had enough time to sit down and have a meal at home. You, you're just straight back into it. So um, 
a difficult schedule to say the least. This first uh, probably 10, 12, 13 games even uh, is is really tough. And we knew that when we had a look at the, the review. Um, but I suppose it, it, before we get into reviewing the Atlanta game, one thing to keep in mind is that we've had four losses so far. And this was an L. We did lose that 124 to 121 in overtime. But we also managed, this is our third overtime game this year. How many games we had? Nine. So in nine games, we've had five wins and four losses, and three of them are in overtime. I mean, Lakers won, we should have won. Absolutely late game execution. Jazz game, late game execution in, in overtime, and we started slow, same in Lakers game. And same in the Hawks game again. Another slow start, dig yourself out of the hole, get the momentum at the right time, and then trip yourself up with sloppy execution down the stretch. And honestly, it was it was the exact same again. You have all the talent in the world, and we trip ourselves up. Look, do I think we're going to win every game? Did I expect coming in that we were going to win every single game? Of course not. Of course not. But when you put yourself in a position to win and be successful and have the talent and the expectation and things like that, and of course it's going to take time and the naysayers will say, well, you yeah, know, they need 60 games before they're going to be playing together. And I agree. I think it's 60 game, Mark. If they're not playing like the well-oiled machine that they should be, um, then we've done something very wrong. The thing is, is that they've had a full preseason together and they're not playing, but they've been around each other. They had the full training camp together. Um, they know the system. A lot of the guys are holdovers from last year, so they know this system. Obviously, trying to get Zion involved has been another tricky part in itself, and, and dips in form between different guys has been tough. But closing those late games, being able to get that momentum right up, you get it's like seeing the flag at the top of Mount Everest and then tripping and sliding all the way back down to base camp. You know, you, you fought your way through all the adversity, and then you... You don't make it to the top. You just sort of settle in and say, oh, it's close enough, which um, we can call them honorable losses. We can call them whatever you want. I don't really think they were that honorable, the three uh, close games. Phoenix game was was the perfect storm injuries and um, a, a, a team that wanted to slap us around because we made them look silly in the playoffs. Uh, and for three quarters, we're in that game as well. The positives of these three losses the close ones, the overtime losses, is that when the chips were down, when you were down 12 with eight minutes to go or whatever it was, even I think it was seven or eight uh, points down in this one with uh, about just over three and a half minutes to go and fighting back and, and get yourself tied through hard defense, sticking to your defensive principles, executing down the stretch, taking the easy baskets when you can for the most part. We'll get to that. Um, that's that's what we want to play. We want to play with that grit and determination. And I, I love the fight. I really do. And if I be objective, did we deserve to win those those games that we lost? Absolutely not. We were not the better team for forty eight minutes for for twenty five minutes. We weren't for fifty percent of the game. We weren't the better team. And the fact that these teams let us back in, or we force out force the door back open is all credit to the team. And I assume and I hope and I pray and all that sort of stuff and all the uh, get the almighty involved if, if that's what you believe in. But uh, all of that sort of fun stuff, get it involved, cross your fingers, cross your toes, that that will change towards 
the latter part of, I suppose, this month, after you've played maybe 20 games together, maybe there's another tweak in rotations. I don't know. That seems to be the, the big storyline at the moment. Oh, who's playing and why are they doing this and why are they doing that? I don't know. I'm not in the coach's box. But uh, the fact that you're in these games is good. There hasn't, there's been one game, one game that we, we were beaten decisively that we knew that it was like, yeah, all right, there's not anything else we can give here to fight this back. The suns are rolling and, and they've beaten us convincingly. And even that I think was eight or nine points, like convincing win, you know, that I'll put that in quotation marks. It, uh, it wasn't for the most part a thrashing. It was an arm wrestle, but, uh, I am optimistic that the that these wins become learning wins and or learning defeats. Sorry, these defeats in overtime become learning moments and learning defeats that we can teach guys. Now they know how to what it's like when you're in these close games. You've had three bites of the apple. The minute we win in an overtime game, it's over for the rest of the league because. We've had a lot of practice at it. Now, that being said, did I expect to be 8-1 and one after nine games? Absolutely not. Did I think we could be better than than 5-4? and four? Well, perhaps. Did I expect Brandon Ingram to get knocked out and miss three games? No. Did I expect uh, Zion to get hacked out the air and miss a couple of games? No. Did I miss, expect Herb Jones to get injured and miss two or three games? No, I didn't. Um, see, all of these things are... It's all well and good to be saying this when the, the schedule's first released and you say, all right, well, I think we could probably win seven games. And then you get these injuries and you're like, well, maybe we're lucky to win four of these, four or five. I think we're on par. And if we beat Indiana tomorrow, all of a sudden, no dramas. You're six and four, 60%. You extrapolate that out. That's You win... Six out of your 10 of every block of the year of eight, that gets you to 48 wins. You pick up a couple extra ones throughout. You know, you're nearly at 50 wins there. It's already 10 more wins than last year. I mean, obviously, that's extrapolating off a very small sample size, but you have a look at the league. 48 wins is going to is going to be pretty handy. I think that's going to get you around that five, six mark in the West. It's going to be a tough year this year for, for teams. Everyone has brought their A game. If we're in, in the East, we'd be near on on the top. But anyway, I, I digress. This game. So as I said, the uh, the Pelicans um, visited the Atlanta Hawks. Second night of a back-to-back. Overnight flight. Get in at 2am. Everyone's knackered. Uh, you, you have your, your French toast a little bit later in the morning. You know, you wake up bleary-eyed. Have a, have a coffee and G-temp. Ties the the knot in his double Windsor tie, polishes his Crocs as we saw that he rocked up with the game in, um, and we take on a team that, like I said, had the exact same record as us five and three. We're up and about. They're in their home court, uh, Atlanta. That their stadium looks awesome, and their crowd is is awesome as well. You can see it on TV. It's just rocking, and I'm looking forward to to visiting Smoothie King Centre to see if it rivals it. But that was um that was a good crowd and they get up and about and and the guys thrive in, in their own vicinity. You know, they'd also been off since Wednesday. So uh, despite uh, Trey Young having to wear some sunnies because he had uh, a crook eye, um, 
well, they say it was a scratch or something. It wasn't conjunctivitis. Uh, he uh, he had his his little work sunnies on. He um, he went off, and these guys looked rested, and our guys looked tired. They they genuinely did. So first quarter, they jumped out to a quick lead. We were in a bit of trouble, I thought, from the beginning. And I talked to some of my friends about it. I was like, "Well, the Hawks might might get hold of us in this one." Uh, we managed to drag it back to one point down in that first quarter. So it was twenty nine to twenty eight in favour of the Hawks. And honestly. We got Zion going early in this one, which is something that we were all pleading for. Get the ball in his hands. He looked unstoppable. Got John Collins in foul trouble very early. And uh, it was it was looking good. Brandon Ingram had his uh, notorious second game off injury woeful game. Uh, and by woeful, I mean he was, just, he was just normal. He was just regular for everyone else, every other NBA player. Um, but probably not to the standard that we know that he can and that he'd hold himself to. I think his rhythm was a little bit off. Um, but he, they were all up and about. And to manage to fight back with a little help from our bench friends, Jose and Larry again, uh, it was it was pretty neck and neck. Second quarter, man, they they gave us a, they came out and, and and punched us in the mouth. They really did. Thirty one points to twenty four. Second quarters have been our Achilles heel this year. Uh, and especially in the games that we've lost, especially in overtime, it's been these second quarters that we've really just shit the bed in. And um, when when you have one quarter particularly where you let them get out, I mean, that was a seven-point um, lead in, in going into the half. Uh, so it'll be eight-point actually, I think. Uh, going into the half, all of a sudden you're looking at it going, all right, we've got to do some digging. We need a couple of runs to get to get us going. Uh, and we know we start fast after the uh, in the third quarters. We love we love jumping people in the third quarter. So as a fan, you're sitting there going, "Well, they'll turn it around, won't they?" That's what you want. Third quarter, we come out 33 to 28. Yep, claw back, and all of a sudden, it's a closer game. We're we're looking at um, a deficit that is completely manageable. Uh, you get on another run, and um, and all of a sudden, it's all square. Now, the last quarter started woefully. We turned the ball over a, a heap. Uh, we weren't executing, I think, um, or in that uh, second quarter, actually. I'll revert to that. I think we hit, missed eight of our first nine shots or something. But anyway, um, it was just, it wasn't pretty. Uh, that last quarter was, was not much better. And it wasn't until about the oh, seven or eight minute mark where I think everyone just looked at one another and said, I suppose we better go and win this game now. And we went into overdrive. Everyone was defending the living daylights out of it. Dyson was subbed in for a little bit. Uh, Zion got going. Uh, everyone was starting to play together, move the ball. It wasn't sticking quite as much. And there was a bit of pep in the step. And you could hear the crowd go a little bit quieter in the broadcast. So you're sitting there going, what's going on here? Um, you were forcing Atlanta to make tough passes. They cooled off a little bit. And we managed to drag it all the way to a situation where we're up by two with, oh, I think it was 12 seconds left. DeJounte Murray comes down the court. CJ goes one-on-one with him. And uh, and DeJounte hits a little two-pointer to send it to overtime. And he, while he triple-doubled, it wasn't a very efficient one. Uh, but again, it was a triple-double. He he did dominate the game. So did, did Trey Young for them. But uh, we end up winning that quarter 24-21. to 21. Off to overtime. We actually had about oh, three seconds, I think, at the other end. Four seconds to run a play. Uh, instead of giving the ball to Zion, who had been unstoppable in the last quarter, we gave a little kill screen to Brandon Ingram. Safe set of hands, decent look, 
missed a shot. You know, that's that's the rust that he had. Uh, the rhythm was off, and we missed a, a, a late game go-ahead and off to overtime. Overtime started woefully. We turned the ball over. They got up two, uh, point, two possessions straight away. Uh, they scored twice in a row. And typically when a team scores twice in overtime in a row, you're in a bit of trouble. Uh, we thought we were about to draw it. Larry Nance got a little leak out of um, a turnover. And uh, he jumped too early, missed the layup. And um, they went back and, and put it up by another possession. And, and we're in a bit of trouble from there. And while we fought back and a controversial call from Scott Foster, and I won't direct you to that um, Netflix video about his mate who was the, in the gambling or anything like that, but um, um, just keep it in the back of your mind that Scott Foster overruled a call on Devontae Graham who pump faked and got three free throws. It was overruled, said he was out of bounds. We then saw his foot in the replay and he was not. I'd like to see it again. I'd like to see it refined. I'd like to hang that photo in the Louvre and, and uh, I'd like to see the last two-minute report. But anyway... I will not hold on to that. The guys had played long enough. They needed a rest. And what's to say we don't go to overtime too and something else happens because the guys have been run off their legs. So you probably get flogged anyway. I don't know. Um, but I will be waiting for that report um, with bated breath. But anyway, um, I digress. So unfortunately, we fall 1-2-4 to 1-2-1. Uh, over at the box, oh, well, I suppose the... the We'll do the stats first. We always do that, don't we? Uh, 43% to 45. They were ahead. Uh, Three-pointers, 7 of 23 to their 9 of 36. They're only 25%. We've actually been good at holding other teams to average three-point percentages for the most part. They just hit more of them because they take more. I mean, you're 7 of 23 versus 9 of 36. It just means they're just shooting more of them. And you still, even though you've taken more attempts, uh, you've, you've managed to um, hit two extra three-point shots. Uh, free throws, they had 25 attempts, hit 21 of them, 84%. And we had a dismal 28 attempts and hit 20 of them. Again, you leave eight free throws on the board. What'd you lose by? Three. The maths, it's right there. That's that's the games. These are these games that we're having to fight down the stretch because we're not hitting free throws. Um, I, I think Willie Green has got to be harder on him in terms of if you're not going to make your free throws... We're going to do a three-hour training of you guys just running back and forth, Coach Carter style, and then you'll be knackered. You get to the free throw line, and you've got to hit 10 in a row. If you miss one, we'll do it all again. And until they hit all hit 10 in a row, and whether they run off their feet or whatever it is, it's a mental thing. It honestly is. I know you're tired. I know your legs aren't under you, and all that sort of stuff is the second night of back-to-back. I'm not a professional athlete. But I know what it's like to be tired and trying to execute. But you've got to hit free throws. It's the easiest shot in the game. Like you don't have you don't have any pressure other than what's between your ears. So let's just uh, let's just sort that out and let's sort it out soon. But anyway, that's me harping on that. Rebounds smashed them seventy-one to fifty-eight. Fast break points they beat us twenty-two to fourteen. Uh, they they got out and ran and and when they do that. Our guys were a bit slow to, to get back. Uh, offensive rebounds killed them 19 to 12. Points off turnovers, they turned our turnovers into 23 to our 16. And that was the total number of turnovers was uh, we had 16 and they had 13. So if a team has 13 turnovers and you have 16, well, you're already in some trouble there. 
So uh, take care of the ball. We know this. This is not this is not bloody rocket science. This is just some bloke in his bedroom in Australia telling you what you should do better at your job. But anyway, <laughs> oh gosh, it is a funny concept, isn't it? But anyway, um, take care of the ball because we'll win these games. And I'm sure, I'm sure that will happen. I know later on, uh, or middle of last year, we would or start, we turned the ball over heaps. By the end of it, we were, we were being a lot uh, more careful and cautious with the ball and more deliberate with our ball movement, which I think hopefully will come as... We get more reps in. Well, that's what I'm praying. We'll grow together and we'll start stringing a few games together. I think the six-game homestand coming up is going to be well, well, it's well earned already. But uh, hopefully, it will help us uh, solidify as a team and really um, just get a bit of rest. Get a bit of you know, there's nothing quite like sleeping in your own bed. I tell you what, um, especially when you've been in LA for six days. But uh, I digress. Uh, I'll go to a break now. After the break, we'll come back. We'll do the box score. We'll do a few extra comments. Uh, we'll preview the Indiana game that comes up on Sunday. Oh, Monday night, pardon me. Um, and then we'll uh, then we'll pack up. So stick with us, and I'll be back after this. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Okay, listeners, it's time to talk a little fantasy hoops. Do you remember who led you to Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, Terry Rozier, and Mikhail Bridges before any other rank list? That's right, it was the Brewski 150, and you probably turned those huge wins into some cash, didn't you? Well, great. The Brewski 150 is now available to all Fantasy Monthly members, including the extremely affordable Fantasy Pass at just $5.99 a month. Head to sportsethos.com to upgrade to a fantasy pass now and dominate your drafts. Okay, everyone, thanks for sticking with us. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am Lyle Swithenbank. Uh, the Pelicans lose to the Hawks 124 to 121. Uh, Hawks in the last seven games have actually covered the over in total points. But anyway, um, this is not a gambling podcast, and nor do I condone any of that nonsense that is gambling. A vice, shall I say. Why would you want to make money from from watching sport? But anyway, 
Um, I digress. We're going to the box score. Uh, Brandon Ingram had 38 minutes. He had 16 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 blocks, 7 of 23 shooting. Um, and only one turnover, but he's minus 3 on the night. Zion was pretty damn good. 37 minutes, 29 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 11 of 20. Missed his 3-pointer, which was interestingly took that right at the end of the game. But in this one, he had 10 free throw attempts. Hit seven of them. So, yeah, eight, and all of a sudden you're an 80% three-point shooter. Anyway, had seven turnovers, which was not ideal, uh, as you can imagine. Uh, yeah, but he was used a bit more as points iron, which I do like to see. So, he plays better when he's got the ball in his hands. Let's give it to him. Anyway, Jonas, 25 minutes, had 13 and 17. One assist, one steal, one block. Five of 12 shooting. Tell you what, you can't teach tall. Uh, he, he was getting a few rebounds. He was getting jumped all over by Clint Capella and John Collins. But again, he did his job. He got another double-double. Herb Jones, 33 minutes. Started slow, but ended up being quite good offensively. He was big down the stretch. 19 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, 7 of 13, uh, and no turnovers. They gave him a minus 6, but they can go away. I thought he was great. Uh, he tried his best. CJ McCollum, 41 minutes. He had 29 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block. 12 of 23, 52%. Do have the most shot attempts? Not same as Brandon. So, again, interesting. Uh, 4 of 9 from 3. He was solid. He led us all the way through the early parts of the game. Disappeared again late. But that happens. You can't... You've got to share the load. He was a 0 on the night, plus minus. So, read into that what you will. Trey Murphy, 17 minutes, had two points and two assists. Zero of three field goal uh, of his attempts. And uh, missed his uh, his three three-point attempts. And we need to get him more shots. He shouldn't be running cardio for 17 minutes and only get three shots. He's the best three-point shooter. Let's let's sort that out. Let's put the ball in his hands and let him let him shoot the ball because Trey Murphy's our best. Um, best three-point shooter. Najee played 12 and a half minutes, no points, defended... Like he always does, two rebounds. Missed his three shot attempts. Jose, only 15 minutes. Again, what are we doing? Let's uh, let's get those up. This is not uh, early 2021. We do not need any, any of this nonsense that we're playing everyone and, and not uh, playing Jose. So he had five points, one rebound, four assists, um, Momentum shifter as always. Larry off the bench with 27 minutes, 8 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, 1 block. He was solid, missed that last layup, but, you know, you shouldn't be in that situation anyway. I will, I will never hang a loss on a singular moment in a game. I will never do that. I'll tell you for free. Anyway, um, would it have been nice and would it have probably helped us out if you had hit it? Yes, absolutely. Same as when Dyson missed those two free throws. Same thing. Absolutely. But a game is a sum of its moments, and we had plenty of horrible ones. Uh, Devontae Graham, 11 minutes, uh, one assist, one field goal attempt, which he missed. Uh, no free throw attempts, even though he's owed three, so we'll see that. But anyway, Dyson Daniels came on in the last quarter for five minutes, defensive purposes, had three rebounds. Uh, missed his one three-point attempt, uh, a bit short. So uh, it's hard when you're cold and uh, you haven't played the whole game. But anyway, he... Um, he was solid in his defense and uh, very good at staying in front of players. I thought uh, he, he defended the living daylights out of it. There were times where they tried to switch him because of his length. 
off of whoever he was guarding, whether that was DeJounte or, or Trey Young. And um, he was very good at getting back in front and, and guarding that player, which is exactly what you want. You want him to be able to stay in front. And when you're that long, it must be bloody annoying trying to get around him and, and shoot over him. And uh, yeah, you force uh, difficult shots. I think he was on DeJounte at that time, force an air ball. But um, nonetheless, tough loss. I, saw, I suppose to wrap up, I mean, we talked about it at the start. You know, you can't have too many more of these honourable losses. You want to start banking wins, particularly when you're in these situations that you're in a position to win. You've put yourself in the driver's seat. All you've got to do, all you've got to do is start the car and you win. That's it. Just find where the ignition switch is, where the key is, and just turn it and you're, and you're done. And we keep... Losing the keys down the side of the car. We're like, where have they gone? They're under the seat again. you got to get out. You know, like that awkward, you're at the shopping center car park and you drop your keys out your pocket down the side of your chair and you have to hop out and kneel on the bitumen. Oh, gosh, it's degrading. Anyway, um, that's just my own personal trauma. But um, honestly, shoot yourself in the foot. Let's not have no more of these close losses. If you're going to get flogged, get flogged. Otherwise, win. Because we're good enough. Everyone's looking at you now. It's time to start delivering. So hopefully we can get that chemistry really firing on all cylinders. At the moment, he's playing whoever he wants. Willie Green is because he plays who he likes uh, and is pushing the chemistry in terms of the other guys as far as he can before he's forced to play them. But anyway, um, that is a conversation for another day. So... We've got Indiana coming up. That is on Monday night, Tuesday. You guys, there's no NBA on because you guys need to go and vote. Um, I'm not going to harp on about any of that sort of carry on because this is not a politics podcast, but use your civic duty and the fact that you don't have compulsory voting uh, voting is ridiculous. But anyway, um, it, is a, um, it is a good thing that they're doing the NBA to make people go out and vote. So go and do that. But anyway, I digress. You want change? Use your voice. That's what it's there for. So um, I'm going to wrap up. We will have some guests on this week. Later on in the week, uh, we will be joined by some wonderful people, which is always good. You don't have to listen to the dulcet Australian ochre accent. Um, so I'll leave it at that. This, of course, has been, drumroll please, in case you weren't listening at the start, the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank at Ethos Pelicans on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, if you want me to spell it, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. Listen to it at half speed if you wanted to get through that. Uh, stay safe and look after yourselves. And let's watch the Indiana Pacers. Let's beat the Indiana Pacers because our team are a bunch of road dogs and uh, they've been doing a ride on the road. Let's keep it going and then we can get home and string some wins together. So, stay safe and... Uh, Bye for now. When you need meal 
real-time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.